thing for a while Been in this thing for a while You don't even know my pain You can't even match my style You don't even know this game Been in this thing for a while yeah, yeah, yeah. Been in this thing for a while Been in this thing for a while Yeah Yeah Hey man, yeah. no estrogen in the air this week, man. So <laughs> back to the regularly scheduled programs, man. Yeah. What'd you think about last week's episode? Have you gone back and listened to it? I just listened to it today. What'd you think? How my Keisha do? I'm I'm gonna tell you a couple things. My Keisha, if you uh, now are a subscriber to our podcast, shouts out to you. Uh, a couple of so. things. Yeah. One, I was thinking about. I don't know who Derb is podcasting with. But I was thinking mm. like she would be oh. a great female. Most still in my swag, the executive. Oh, that's producer. what you had in mind. I need to bring you. Nah, nah. Oh, just, okay. Like, that's what Derb expected me to do. Pull the plays like that for him. But you think uh, that'll be a good idea? Well, because she has that. She has that L'Oreal, Angela Yee type of voice space, kind of. And I think oh. that if she does this enough, she'll kind of slow down as far as because she talks fast. But like she would yes, slow down and the rhythm would flow because she really had it. Especially for a first time, you know, on the mic, she really had it. And I think that if she was able to make that commitment, she would kill. So I just thought I was like, man. and then I like the I like the flow of it. I I definitely understand why you like the Joe Budden six mic thing with the feet. I can see that because it does yeah, give that. It, it does give it a little different flavor You know what I'm saying right, So I did like the flavor that we had there With a strong black woman on So who knows But I really did like it I listened to it And it was such a great episode bro I swear I, I, was. I was laughing it like was Rich good, too man. I was like yeah. I, I was on one <laughs> Shout out to Rich man He, was, he said you was the MVP of that episode <laughs> My nigga Mo said man They don't even look good Bro I said no nah, You need to be ambitious about your look <laughs> Question for you: Did Dro hit you up? Did Dro still hit you up? Did he hit? Nah, Dro hit me up. He hit me up. Uh, he might have sent that video you sent sent to the group chat. Yeah, uh, yeah, he sent that to me. Okay, I was just sharing with you guys. Uh, yeah, he sent me that, but nah, he, he he hit me up every here and there. Like when I took the break, he hit me up or whatever. But like, nah, he didn't hit me up about that. But I don't know. <laughs> he felt where I was coming from. Like, yo, bro. Like, no, I don't think he did. All right, I, don't think he did. I, I can't believe I can't believe y'all had me on the island by myself <laughs> on that. Like, I, I'm like, are y'all kidding? I'm gonna tell you. We'll get into this because we got a couple good topics, man. Y'all know what this is. It's another week in the books. This is chapter 60, man. 60 of these in the books, man. So love it, man. You guys weren't here last week. Great episode with my Keisha. Uh, my mom brought her into the space. She did a wonderful job adding a, a lady's perspective to it. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about. So just to pick up like we do at another week in the books. Uh, we didn't leave you on the island by yourself, but I do think it's youth. It's your youthful exuberance that, like, Rich is a little older than you. I'm a little older than you. Dro a little older than you. So I feel like that's what it was. Like, we probably have a little bit more experience. Me and Rich is, we would have been in high school. Bro. Like, that, he's on three years. But old. he would have probably been like a senior, and you would have been like, what, a, a sophomore. sophomore? Yeah, that's come on. Yeah, that's, that's a gap, though. He's a little, but he's a little, he's, he's, a he's closer to my age than yours. 
Hi there, though, Maurice. I'm going. No, I think you have the benefit of being married, right? So, like, right. I, that's well, draw married too. Yeah. Um, but I think where the disconnect was there, and you think that you're by yourself, is what some people may have heard was if I'm cool making this amount. My lady should also be cool with that too And we both can get off and ride off into the sunset with that What we were trying to relay is that most women that you want Right? Like most women that you are going to build a happy life with They not going to be cool with that Because if 85 was cool this year Let's make 95, let's make 100 And it ain't about keeping up with the Joneses or anything like that It's about providing for the family This was cool for me now I got a wife. Now I got a kids. What if something happens to her? What if she gets sick? What if she can't work? Yes, she may need my check and may make more than me. But what happens if I got to step up and really be that dude, be that nigga? And she can't do it. I think that was the disconnect because you was like, well, bro, she got to figure it out if 75 ain't enough. Like that's 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 how it came off. Yeah, I, I, and I can see that. And, and just to, again, a little more context is just for me it's just more along the lines of like if i'm already doing well financially let's give it a test run and let's see what's up let's see what's going on in our account and how we're living first then from that point if we need to do an assessment and say okay you need to try to strive for more because of our living arrangement let's go for it don't just come in telling me oh because you make this you need to make more because i'm making this no hold on you can't like yes, yes, no, nigga, yes, no, no, yes. no, bro. Like we're gonna always we're gonna agree or disagree because it's yes. like it, it never because my my focus is just never gonna be on a monetary thing. It's like it doesn't hold up. I I, I can't I tell when, it, I can't say this enough. That that that's fair. I think when the disconnect comes though, it ain't about your monetary aspirations though. That's not what it's about. It's about can I take care of my family? So yeah 75 was cool for me yeah 75 should be straight because you shouldn't demand that i make a certain salary to fuck with you but as a man as a provider as the person who's the head of the household what happens when that 75 ain't accompanied by nothing else like god forbid she go through some sickness or get cancer where she can't work God forbid something happens yeah. to your child god yeah. forbid something happened where you gotta like bring, take on more I think it was just coming off like you not willing to even take. Oh, oh no no no! I'm it was coming willing. off like nigga. Okay, gotcha. Always gotcha, willing gotcha, to gotcha. understand. Like I'm the adjust. You're saying I'm not always, for not for the Joneses, but in yeah, my like, family, because that's how it came nigga, off I'm to me. Go, it's like just get I'm more because go I'm getting more. Like what? I got to get more because you getting more. Because my whole thing is again, I'm always prepared for adjustments. That's what we do. Providing okay. you got to be ready to adjust, but don't tell me to adjust just because. Oh, I make this, so you need. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. If if I ain't dope to you, then just say that. Don't mm. tell me I ain't dope because I don't make this amount. What if she that's, feel that's like it. you can be doper though? Okay, well then let's let's go and to the drawing board. And being doper, yeah, it consists of the aspiration of the nigga. I need to get to hundred k. I need to get to hundred and twenty. Yeah. I need to own my own business. I need to have separate streams of income. Like, what if? That's part of being doper to her. But before you met her, it wasn't. It was a different. But now that this is a person that you love, this is a person that you want to build a foundation and build a life with, what consists of being doper, it ain't necessarily just a monetary part of it, but it's the security. Mm -hmm. It's, I got a nigga where 
I'm sure most ladies want to feel like this, and mm-hmm. we could use a female opinion here. Yeah. If if God forbids that I couldn't do shit but take care of our child or our mm-hmm. children, yeah. and He got us. That's what woman. That's what make women feel safe. I think one of the biggest disconnects and problems that black men and black women have is we don't understand that from their perspective. Mm-hmm. We looking at it like what you're saying most of the time because we don't never communicate and talk it through. We looking at it like, well, bitch, well, I got to make this if you making this. But I think they're looking at it and most of the women who f- took on that plight to get to where they are are looking at it at, I'm here by myself. And if I stop, then it's going to stop. They want to feel like if I stop, this nigga still got me. And that ain't that usually doesn't come from I'm comfortable with where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I think it makes sense. I think it's just again like it's a personality thing, and I think it's a conversational thing within the personalities. Like I think mm. you can be doper. Okay, that's cool. All right, what do I value as dope? What do you value as dope? Okay, I want you to be able to make a little bit more money for this. Okay, how can that mm. fit into the type of person I am? You see what I'm not saying? Take so away, think, not where I feel resentment towards yeah, you. Not where I feel now, like I'm going to work the clock in just because yeah. you feel like we need this. Yeah. Right. So we can work that out. And I'm never mad if she say, hey, I want, I think you can make a little bit more money, your talent, your skill, your abilities. I think they're, okay, let's come together and see, okay, my mindset on it, your mind, let's grow. But just off of GP, it's just never going to, like, I just. Okay. You, you're more, making sense. You see what I'm saying? You're, you're like less just, on of an island by yourself. Now, I think. A dope female, a dope woman, or whatever I have to refer to him without being offended <laughs> nowadays. I think that that's gonna come with the explanation, right? Yeah. Like the yeah. ones that we talking about, we're like, man, I ain't trying to do that because I'm gonna resent you. Those are the ones where it gotta be this for me All to right. be that. Those, like, I ain't talking about them. Okay. I'm talking about the ones that's looking at you like, nah, nigga, you're dope, and I see this for you where you can be a lot more, and I'm gonna help you get there. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Like you, you be willing to do it for that, right? Yeah, we have a conversation and we can see how it fits the bill. You know, me, it's compromise. You know what I'm saying? But long as there's a line of communication and we understand, like we were saying, one another, we good. I just, I'm not gonna push you to do something just because, and don't push me to do something just because. Like that's let's mm. have a real conversation about. It. That was what I was hearing at the moment. Now we're having to hash out a little bit more the B side to the conversation. Yeah, yeah you know, absolutely. That's what we do this for. Yeah, that's dope. It's, and 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 that leads me into the question that I have uh, <laughs> that I came across and I put it on the post here. And I, I just want. I, I think this is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Why can't we as men, or why don't we as men hold each other to that same standards? Shout out to Dro because he presented this question to me. Oh, we yeah? had some dialogue back and forth absolutely so the thought process is like well everything that we just talked about right niggas is comfortable doing that because they want a good woman in their life so if a good woman is like well i think you could do this baby i think you could do that you have it if you consider yourself to have good thorough male friends right mm-hmm. like how often do you go sit with them though and if you don't why don't we do it because I, i'll be the first to admit i don't Right, like pushing I'm them in that child. direction, get more money. Even, even presenting the idea, right? Like, how often do we sit down as men? I see women on Instagram all the time. They got vision board parties. Oh, we're doing this, and I want to be here at the end of this, and my homegirl is doing this, and the collaborative effort to be better mm-hmm. is way more, way more uh, consistent with women than it is with men, yeah. especially us as black men. And I have a theory or an idea, but I'd like to know what you think before I present it. Like, how often have you called your homeboy and you'd be like, hey, bro, did you 
like whatever goal you was trying to reach did you start the restaurant did you did you get that job did you prepare for it like like how you where are you with this is what you was trying to do mm. it goes back to our support conversation <laughs> it's, mm. it's right there it, it, because it's it's again it and even the conversation we had the episode or chapter 58 before mama like right it's this weird thing with men where see like i mean we live in an age now where women are a lot more independent and maybe less submissive because they're getting the bag they're doing their thing but naturally i feel women have more of a submissive spirit they they're, they're great followers you know they can mm. lead but they're better in the follower position because that's the way i believe god has set it up now so i believe that they don't have a problem with taking direction from somebody else especially women to women men mm. it's, it's a lot different because we're naturally leaders so the minute another man steps in and he's checking on me holding me accountable for my goals or whatever wait a minute I'm the little homie now. I'm the little bro now. Like I'm, I'm son now. That's crazy, but I, and I, I don't agree with it. But I could tell you. Where something. did that come I, from? You think? Uh, it, it, it comes from. We never seen that before. We never seen a level of our fathers, our uncles. They getting together one another. They might be having a beer at the barbecue, and they actually like, yo, hey man, yo, cause what's what's what you got going on though? Like, have you did you? Did you put that business play together? Did you get that? We don't see these things. So it's like we always feel alone. We always feel like we got to hold the whole weight of the world because and then, then when we finally get to a place where we're comfortable enough to say, OK, this is what I'm doing. We're, I almost feel like we might be even nervous to even present this to our homeboy. Mm, why? Because we, that's we can't, what I was struggling. It's that rejection. It might why. be the rejection. Yeah. It's something in there. I, I can't. I have an idea. Okay, go I have for an it. Idea. What's the idea? Um, people gonna think I hate hip hop, even though I do on deck and <laughs> talking so bad. About <laughs> no, it. Spike Lou. I, I thought they said about uh, yeah. mo. <laughs> um, I think we we are afraid of confrontation. Okay. And as black men, we were taught that what confrontation is is we got to do fisticuffs. Yes. You don't agree with me, nigga. You done disrespecting me. All right, let's go fight. And Big Jeff would appreciate this because Big Jeff said, man, Lou, you watch all these white people TV shows, right? All you, you watch all you, you praise me all too. these white people TV. You say that too, right? No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying reason, I'm in that, that party okay. with you. The reason being that what I discovered in watching these TV shows when you try to get a break away from the reality is how white people or people of different races hash out confrontation. It's a conversation. It's not, oh, we got to go outside and fight. Very rarely do you see that happening in like with successful people or people who are affluent in business or whatever. Very rarely does a conflict lead to, all right, bro, like, nah, you, you disrespecting me. I'm going to square up with you. I think the reason that we're scared to have business conversation, goal setting conversations with each other as brothers, because we know that it'll lead to confrontation. You said that. You said that just now, yeah. Like we know that a nigga, when a nigga check you, it be like, bro, you told me you was trying to start the business. What's up? Like you ain't, you ain't follow through on that. You ain't really doing nothing to say that you want to do this. You just told me about it. And I ain't heard shit about it since. Like, what's up with it? And then our response, because we offended that a nigga called us out, is like, nigga, like you said, you ain't my daddy. Like, what are you talking about, bro? Who are who are you? In reality, I'm a nigga that fuck with you and believes <laughs> in your dream, and I want to see you do it. Yeah. However, since we've been programmed, we've been listening to rap and watching gangster movies since we were young, you coming at me like that triggers something to me. Well, like, nah, 
I want to fight now. Like I, it ain't necessarily got to be fisticuffs, but you disrespected me because you questioning my effort, you questioning my motive. And I think that we don't communicate with each other well enough to work past that initial feeling of why are you coming to me like that? Versus, you know what, bro? I appreciate you asking. Here's where I'm at with it. I ain't really where I wanted to be with it. I've been bullshitting. Being able to be as vulnerable as you are with your partners, as you are with someone like a significant other or someone like your mom, your family, people that you do share your goals with. As black men, we got to start being more comfortable with sharing with each other. You know what, bro? I ain't really hitting the mark like I want to. Mm -hmm. Can you offer any advice since you're asking? Like you feeling froggy You feel like someone's disrespecting you Because they asking about your goals and dreams Put the mirror back in their face And be like yo bro I appreciate you asking I actually needed this done Can you help me out with it mm. Versus feeling like you're asking me this Because you feel like that I don't I can't I'm not I'm being lazy and not doing it I think that we don't know how to deal with that second stage Of being confronted with Why aren't you doing these things that you said you could do when it's with women, we figure it out because either we want to be with them, we want the pussy, whatever it is that you want from them, <laughs> figuring it out. But when it's your homeboy, you can be like, you know what? When I pull out from here, I ain't never calling this nigga again. Yeah. Or it's going to be like two, three months because I don't really need nothing from you. I appreciate it. Or I thought I appreciated you being my homeboys when we can pull up and watch a fight or watch the game together or talk about fantasy football. But when I'm trying to hold you accountable, now you feel like I'm slighting you. And now it's this little wall between us and now we don't talk no more. We so quick to, I feel like, go to that place as black men because we're afraid of the confrontation. We're afraid of taking the next yeah. step, having a communication and being like, nah, bro, I fuck with you. That's why I'm asking. Mm -hmm. Even when a motherfucker responds, it's like, nigga, why you asking me that? Like, I think it's on both ends. It ain't one or the other, it's both ends. Like the nigga being offended cause you asked and you being offended, not being able to respond in a, a likely manner to move the conversation forward i that's said a lot right there was on my soapbox what you think nah yeah you, you you hit it right on the nose that's exactly what i was talking about with that whole the club incident with the homeboy like yeah. that's the mentality i feel Who like you? For, yeah like so um yeah bro like i, I a couple of things i wanted to 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 say for one like Please. when i was like when i first like was called to the ministry and preached like i i, I used to listen to my granddaddy like he's still like my go-to but like at some point I went and started kind of listening to like more white ministers. And the reason I started to do that is because I was exposed to a form of communication that I hadn't been exposed to. It's not just the yelling and the raw and the familiarity that we have in Southern Baptist or whatever it is. I needed to hear how you actually can navigate scripturally from one place to another and get your point across to those that are listening. I needed to understand it without all of the extra things, just What's like you thought. Yeah. The how do you, how do you get there? And it it and it is strongly influenced my style where it's like this is where I'm now I can communicate I'm a communicative style. Like you hear what I'm saying without the extra lights, camera, action, so to speak. And so I understand that like us watching white shows because we're being exposed to things that we are not normally exposed to in our environment. We may not ever even be exposed in real time. And I'm we're gonna do an episode here. I'm gonna go and put it out here in, in probably the next two weeks on escapism. And that's gonna be a part of it. So yeah, I just be on the lookout for that. But um so that's that. And then as far as the confrontational part of it, it is that. It's it's always that. It, it we don't we just we don't look at friendship as a relationship. Black men. 
Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black men, like when we look at our woman, we this a relationship. We know what time. It's something a relationship. you gotta protect. Something you gotta build. You something you gotta grow because you want something from it. Because you I want something it, from it. Yeah. But yeah. when we come to black men, the black man friendships and homeboys like to engage, we don't look at it as a relationship because a lot of times, like I said before, we haven't opened up the door of vulnerability with one another. So yeah, we ain't shared right. personal we things talk like that. that. Right. So the connection is not quite there. Mm. So when we Even get to the day one friends too, day ones, day one friends, you still don't have that type of connection, and that's crazy yeah. for us to accept this black man. Go why, ahead, I why, why, no, wait, wait. So wait, wait. Because you you sent a clip to me and Rich, of course, the day twos, me and Rich, yeah. day twos, you day twos, yeah. y'all day twos. Shout out to why? Derb. Derb sent that to me. Shouts out to Derb, man, the MVP yeah, over here, bro. That, that was fire. Uh, and me and my wife even was having a conversation about that where we was just like the value of when you meet new people and like the thing the mentality you have and where it can help you and benefit why is that though these day ones he spoke to it a little bit in that clip i don't have the clip on hand but like he spoke to a little bit on the clip but why is it like for example like let's say me and you having a conversation and you might be more willing to talk about something that was really personal where you might have been like bro I had no intent on sharing this. I don't even know why I'm sharing this now. There, that that level of comfort is it a judgment thing from the day one? I, I don't understand because the day one should essentially, and the day ones for those that are not familiar, those are people that been friendships for a long time, maybe grades, grade school, high school, whatever. You y'all, y'all was adolescents growing yeah. into adulthood, and day twos are the people that you may have met from an adulthood on that have picked up where you where you left off as far as being an adult. Why? Why do you think that is though? Because that—that's a weird thing. That level of comfort that you might have. I think it goes to the buddy spoke on it in the clip. If we can yeah. find it and put it in here, it'd be awesome. But day one people are people who I was forced. It's gonna sound crazy, but that's it. Like hmm. day one people are the people who I went to school with. You may have grew up next door. I played football with you when I was seven years old. My mom knows your mom. We grew up in the same neighborhood, therefore we're friends. You're a lot more deliberate in your day two people. Like some weird ass nigga at work. You ain't finna be friends with him just cause. Just cause we work at the same place. I'm an adult now. I don't even need no new friends. However, when it's niggas that are like-minded like you, like Rich, like Derb, like all of these Dan, all these people that I presented on here, these people that I've met since I've been an adult. Now, I still get value from my day one friends, but they don't hold me as accountable as you guys do. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't talk about goals, dreams, things that I want to do with the exception of Drew. And he and I just got that relationship. Mm-hmm. From, and, and that's based off of this show. Ooh. Us having this back and forth and like, bro, I want to see more out of you. You want to see more out of me. Their goals are things that we want to accomplish. Um, I told you one of the most powerful IG messages that I got was from Dro saying, man, bro, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like, niggas ask me, do I know you? And I'm proud to be like, yeah, I, I, I grew up with that nigga. Usually you don't get that from your day one friend. Usually it's like you got access to them regardless of how big they get. And, and this is a good and a bad thing. Regardless of how good, big they get, you always knew them as, oh, that's Lou from such and such. The world, millions of people, when you get to the point that you want to be, might know you from this or that podcast or doing this movie or whatever it may be. But I know this nigga from when his grandmama grew up. His grandmama was right on breath. Um, 
And I think that that kind of makes us demean or uh, uh, belittle the relationship a little bit. Mm. I knew I knew there you when you weren't all the way together, my nigga. I knew you when you was out getting drunk and you were doing these things and embarrassing yourself. I knew you then. Mm. It's hard for me to take you serious now that you got your shit straight, that you got your shit together because maybe I ain't all the way together. Yeah, maybe I'm, I'm looking yeah. at you and being like, bro, you can't be there because I ain't there yet. Yeah. That's the problem that you have with your day ones. Your day twos kind of meet you in a sense of, bro, I'm grinding. I'm trying to get to the place that I want to be. I'm trying to go to the places that I want to go. I presented you with these ideas. The reason that you probably connected, example, you, me, and Rich. Mm-hmm. The reason that we connected is because we're both, we're all involved in this game of podcasting, media, broadcasting. We all want to be better at that. We'll share memes, we'll share texts, we'll share news that make us better at that. We'll have conversations that make us better at that. Mm-hmm. With your day ones, it's a lot of, like the dude said in the clip, oh man, do you remember that time you did this crazy shit? Do you remember that time, that bullshit yeah. that we got caught up into? And it's hard to get past that because yeah. that's what you relate to them with. You start growing, you start doing new shit, they don't understand that, especially if they not growing, yeah. if they not doing new shit. One of the reasons that Drew and I connect so much, and I and I keep bringing the name of his plus, yeah. he's growing, he's doing new shit. I wear that the makeshift hat all the time. I don't have that on now, but shout out to my guy, yeah. uh, Little Tink. Their tequila bar was just mentioned in the Nashville Business Chronicle, or whatever. Oh, Black Excellence, right. baby. Black Excellence, baby. Um, this guy grew up four years younger than me. Had a dream, started tequila bar. I want to do this. I want to be the bartender. I don't want to just own it. I want to run it. I want to be in there. I've seen him meet every step of his goals and I've supported him. I'm so proud of him as far as what he's done because I know how easy it is to get away from that. And and the reason that I bring that up and the reason that I say that because a lot of times they ones won't mention those things to you. They won't say those things. Yeah. Yeah. And we get comfortable with, hey, I know this nigga from way back when and don't acknowledge what they're doing right now. They twos don't know that. They don't know when I, I knew you back when. They can't bring up your past. They got to hold you for what you say you do. I almost feel like this is a theme. It feel like the theme of the episode, don't it? Like, hey, we can go. We it feel keep like going we going somewhere. This, this is like, good. Hold on, wait a minute. This is good. This is but, the theme no, of what we do. Like, yeah. I got a lot more. Oh, I, well, I've no, been let's, thinking let's, about this all week. <laughs> thought this all day. I've been thinking about this all week, son. Let's, let's stay here then. Let's stay here then. So, when we talking about this, day one's See, this is when you did that. Well, first, let me speak about something that I did as far as like a day two. Maybe not even necessarily a day two, but like, so there's this individual online that like, I've spoke about it before, but I have a page called Supreme Peaks, and now I'm at 6,000 followers. Ooh. Bro. Hook. Yes. I can't can't believe it. Like, when I hit 1,000, I put out this video. It's this whole thing with Paulie mixed in with like the the Twin Peak blend, and that thing is like almost at 400,000 views it's it, the research it's crazy i can't believe it but i stayed consistent I, I mean i started off i remember i was looking at the people with the 1500 followers 2000 followers whatever and i was just like man i can't wait to get to a thousand that's gonna be great because I, I i knew i was going that way i hit 500 i'm like okay i'm getting there and then out of nowhere once i hit that certain video it just kept going like daily at like like i said so it's over six thousand followers but again all my other pages even good earners 300 something my page 300 something I don't have followers like that But I found a way To be consistent Anyway But there's a person on there That I looked up to In this space That was already like 1500 And obviously I passed him And so He Quietly So he put this thing Like I'm thinking about Rebranding my page I want to grow it And this and that And you know What's your comments Or whatever So I just left a long comment Just told him like Hey you look 
this is the value of your name. I, I kind of gave him some game or whatever, just based on my my point. And so he ended up DMing me. So we ended up having a conversation. He's like, man, this is awesome, man. I tried to re- hit somebody else up. They didn't even reply. And I was like, man, you always be able to hit me up. And I and and he he said, man, I respect what you're doing on your page. Like I've been watching. I see the numbers, how quickly it's growing. And I, it made me rethink what I was doing. And it made me feel good because he's not a day two. I don't know him like that. But the fact that I respect him in his this space and he respects me as well. I felt the need to step in and give him game right there without all of the oh I remember when you used to drive the car and as far as I know you should go back to that dog but taking it back day ones even go back to family bro yeah this is why a lot of people have a hard time even talking about what they got going on with family Facts. Facts. that's a fact because bro that's they why I always say, so gonna you, look at you as little little Maurice like, I'm, I'm, my family call me Quan little Quan like Quan. whatever it may they always you look like yeah, they always gonna look <laughs> you look like a Quan. You definitely got a Quan going on for sure. That's funny. <laughs> you definitely really got that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, <laughs> you you got Quan all over your face. Like you look I like do, a Quan, bro. I, I was I was Quan for the majority of my life, probably longer than I've been Luke. I'm, I'm uh, the same thing. No, lump. I'm lump, so I, I'm still it. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, you're right though. Um, and I I'd love I I want to commend you first. All the, the, the relationships that you built with me that you're talking about with uh, the guy that whoever you reached out to mm-hmm. Rich like yeah. I wish I wish I look up to you in a sense of I wish I had that type of like I admire this person I'm gonna reach out and say, it, it don't matter I don't care if they respond I don't care if they tell me no I'm still gonna reach I, it's not arrogance I don't think maybe I'm not saying that it ain't, but it's just so it's so hard for me to do that. Why? It's I don't know. What's the fear in it? There is really no fear, uh, or there there's more of a mis or, or preconception that I'm wasting my time. It's more of a preconception that I know this person's not gonna respond. They're probably fucking busy, nigga. When when they when it's time for them to see me, they're gonna see me. I'm gonna do the work that I need to do in order to to, to jump up on their radar and hope that they reach out to me, which is asinine. It's crazy. <laughs> so that's why I say I admire you for being able to do that. I'm trying to get to that point. I, I, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever reached out to other than the earlier days, like mm-hmm. the internet, yeah. we were trying to figure out how shit work. Of course, you know, you just jump your shot at, hey, Charlemagne, I do a podcast. Of course, you're going to do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's hilarious. I've been there, Absolutely, bro. But I, I just—it's so hard for me to do that. Pause. It's so—it's it's, that, it's that's so crazy to me because it seemed like you, I mean, again, you're—you're you're a salesman. That's what gets me. I mean, I know you don't cold call. I get that. Selling so. myself, though. That's what I. But can this sell is what that is all that's day. A, yeah, you're right. I'm—I'm I'm not great at selling myself, though. Okay. I'm okay. one. I'm—I'm I'm not great at that. Why not? Even though sales is selling yourself, but if it's a product, but. Because what I, you do, you you are a product, like essentially, right? Facts. This is facts. I like authenticity so much. I hated salespeople before I got into sales. I like natural. Oh, I like this. Tell me more about it. Versus, hey man, have you seen this? You know what? It'll be great for you. I like more so. Damn man, nigga, I came across this fire ass podcast, and I'm gonna tell my homeboy about it. This, that, and third. Not. You should be listening to this because you're gonna get all the information you need. Download it now. Yeah, that really that that's hard for me to do. 
because again i'm judging that off of my personality yeah, i don't right. want to be sold to like that mm -hmm. but there are a lot of people out there that do take to that type of stuff and i'm trying to wrap my head around it mm -hmm. part the, but the main reason is i'm i'm being judgmental i don't want to be the nigga that like ah oh, man this nigga go try to sell me something again you right. ain't there a, but ain't there a low-key way to do it where it's like yeah man if you if you got time you check it out but you know it's not it's whatever like cause you know I, I feel like there's a it's not like I gotta go check it out now streaming me like it's I feel like there's some ways to do it where you don't have to go crazy on the sales pitch I, I, if you're like whatever like I've done it well here's what happened I, I was at work and I wore I wore a shirt that I got made a minute ago when I started roll and I got it made like during the pandemic by my wife's friend it's all cracked up it's just a regular work shirt whatever but like like the, I, the the lady was like, "Oh, you have a podcast? She could read. I don't know how she could read my name because it's just the cover of my podcast on there. But I wasn't wearing it to be like. I was just like, oh man, I'm like you know. And so she's like, "Yeah, I got to check it out." And she went and looked at it and everything. I'm like, "Oh man, I'm like man, she can't hear what I'm saying about white people. She's gonna hear about. She's gonna hear me get sexual. <laughs> she's gonna hear me like you know, <laughs> but." At that point, I just had them. Even at my job, when they was, it was like three ladies where they was listening. They was like, "Hey, you got a podcast? Oh, you got? A, oh man!" I was just like, "Hey," they was like, "You got a great voice. You should do this." And I was like, "Actually, I got a podcast. If you if you're interested." And boom, you know what I'm saying? So I think that when it presents itself, go for it. See, it takes so much for somebody to get that out of me. Oh, I got a podcast. Like it, it takes so much. Like they really got to dig for me to be like, "Yeah, you should listen." Like, because again. I'm, I have this thing in my head where if you come across it naturally, then you're more likely to like it versus me telling you to listen to it. Like a nigga would have That's to tell true. you. I, I ain't saying it is. I, this is a Spike <laughs> okay. Lewis. All right. This is crazy shit in my head. Okay. The only child on, off of yeah, like, an you. island on by myself. Yeah, gotcha. Right. This is me like thinking like, nah, this nigga, if I try to sell it to this nigga, then he gonna lie. This nigga that was in my Uber that was trying to sell his podcast. Versus, man, I, I I I know you from somewhere or I, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. It's harder for me to be like, hey, man, I do this and you should listen. Versus just someone describing it naturally. I don't know why that is for me. Even with like in spaces now, when somebody knows that I have one a podcast or whatnot, they'll tell people before I do. Oh, he does this and been doing it for this long, and then, and of course when they ask, I'll tell them. But it, it don't ever end either with oh man download it let me let me make sure I send you a link and like if you care you'll find it which is probably wrong in a marketing standpoint somebody like, that does marketing probably is yelling at like fucking, what are you talking about like yeah like this nigga is crazy this is a Spike Lewism I, I'm gonna it tell is. you this I'm, it really we on is. Air, I'm trying so to get out of it. Spike I need you to do it <laughs> no I ain't I'm, I'm not even no, I told you I had YouTube. a meeting I had a meeting with a marketing person. Two weeks ago they said the same thing like nigga just because you good at it just because you think it's flat like you still gotta go sell it like you still gotta get out there you gotta shake hands with people you gotta do the networking you gotta do the marketing you have to do all of those things if you got a good product then what's the problem mm -hmm. right Cause, so, yeah because it you you have those abilities it's so humbling though I, I would say this it's humbling right it's humbling being in a position where you've been doing something for a long time and you present it to somebody is like oh this is this fresh new thing man you should check it out it's humbling for someone to be like because i've been that person nigga walk up to you and hand you the mixtape cd nigga i'm throwing this in the trash bro i'm never i'm never going to listen to this just because you walked up to me on the street and gave it to me 
like they, and again that's just a me thing some people get on that way but I'm looking at it like how I judge people that come up to me and try to present something like I'm walking through the mall hey bro check this shoe cleaner out man let me let me let me clean real quick bro just check like I'm looking at it like that when I'm presenting my product and I should you I I, I, I I'm I, I just have such a hard time on you being a salesman like it's like it's like you're a superhero but don't want to use your superpowers <laughs> It's the craziest <laughs> thing. Like it's like you're Batman, but you. I'm like saying, beast. I'm gonna What's be Bruce Wayne. Name? I'm gonna keep being Bruce Wayne. No, I rather. What's the be... nigga name? Returning to the green thing. He'll never oh, like turn Hulk. it into it. Don't Bruce hope Banner. It. Like you're Bruce Banner. That's, that's exactly you. Like it's like, bro. You know you can mollywop everything in the city. Now I just want to be the scientist. Like, bro, are you <laughs> that's kidding a good, me? That's a really good. It's the way that's, that, that, that's like what that. I would. I don't know when you go to your therapy session next, but when you do, I think this will be an interesting because it's it's the crazy. Like if you were not in sales, if you was in like uh, like a production manager or something, I'd be like, okay, I get that. You're more so get the workout. You know what I'm saying? I don't ask me to sell and try to present and pre- presentation stuff. Get the workout. But the fact you're in sales is like it blows my mind. Like I, I can't believe you're st- actively in it. Like it's like what? <laughs> You know, but we'll we'll keep we'll keep no, that's, that's fair. That's a we'll fair keep assessment. working through it. But but again, like just to reemphasize though, I know you'll get past and you'll start to figure it out. But like me even reaching out, it's like because at the end of the day, bro, I don't got nothing to lose. Mm. I, see, see, what's that this, mean? I, okay. People say that, but what okay. do you mean when you so, say that? Because I I'm already see the difference between us that we've talked about before is I already look at myself as dumb. Okay, so. If I don't lean on If somebody don't reply Or leave me The little bro me, Little homie Whatever I'm not gonna look at it Like dang I left myself into I left myself in a realm Where I could be looked at As not dope Because they You know what I mean Gave me this humbling experience Of throwing my So to speak CD out the window Or never check out the pod Or never sharing Or never speaking Or never replying I don't look at it like that I already look at it Like I'm already dope I know I am Because I've done the research I've took the time To make the product As great as I can I believe at this very moment so for me, it doesn't hit the same way. I think for you, we talked about legacy and things, how people speak on you. And that is important. But I think at this stage, it's not it's not as important of to me how you organically come across it versus I got to be able to sell it. Saha the Prince has sold us. You know what I mean? He sold you. got to talk about it. like he sold us that no dope on Sundays. He sold us. And you'd be like, I ain't about to check that out. But then you check it out. Guess what? It's fire. Fire. And so it's like, bro, I'm telling you, another week in the books is no dope on Sundays. We're telling you that. And so it's like, okay, whatever. And then, all right, I'm going to go check this out. Oh, man, they weren't lying. Put it out there. You know what I mean? So, but, but taking it back to the day one conversation, like family, like that is such a challenge, man. And it's very hard. That's why day twos are so valuable because, bro, I tell family all the time and they know what I'm doing, but they don't know the details. They don't, they not listen, actually listening. Like, oh, I heard when you was talking about this. Oh, that's why it's huge what Dro does. Like, I got, I, I got, I got one, my cousin, like, he was interested in getting in this space as far as like the, the fictional style. And he talks to me and stuff, but I've told him numerous times about what I got going on, not to promote it. Just saying, yeah, man, on the show, we talked about this and that. Not trying to push it, but like, at some point, hoping, like, hey, bro, I heard what you're saying. That was real. Or my other bro who, you know, we have these conversations that really could be an on-air conversation that, you know, but again, it's like, I don't know what it is with families. Like they don't, 
it's, it's I always cr- look at you as just like you. It took me a while to even get past but the it, fact it, it, of my feelings being hurt. Right. It took a while to get past that, Pete, to be honest, because it's it, here, here. You want to talk about a humbling experience. I'm about to give you something here. My father-in-law, I, I speak about it all the time. When we was on the ups, I told I was telling him about, hey, this is my podcast. This is what I do. This is when I, I was like probably season one of Roll or whatever. And I'm like, it really... It really wasn't in the space I should have been presenting, but we had gotten to a place in our relationship where we were really comfortable. I could share certain rap music, would share certain things. I shared it on YouTube. You know, I'm like, all right, here's what it is. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm breaking down. This is what's going on, blah, 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 yada, yada. I put it on. He's kind of listening, and I'm, I'm just letting it play. I don't want to look over there, you know what I'm saying, because I don't want to look at the reaction. I'm trying to just you know be humble and chill. I look over there. He's sleeping. <laughs> my, my feelings was bro my feelings uh, was so hurt and I, I was like mad mad bro like shut up uh, that that might be a root cause of why y'all where y'all at right now <laughs> <laughs> it might be i know you mo, mo you hold hug. grudges though yeah you hold grudges nah, i don't i don't i, I really know i i i i more so hold chips yeah you you got to chip i don't cuz i i won't i won't That's be mad at, i won't be mad at people i'll just more so use it as fuel it's recycling. You looking at them like you do look at them like fuck you now. <laughs> well, like, I'm not that's, saying that's definitely a it's just definitely from a pastor. I have a pastor say that you say. That. I have a pastor say. That. Yeah, I have a pastor. You say are that. wild. <laughs> I tell you, you said something that was important. Now. Yeah, you like I don't have anything to lose, and doubling it back to this goals with friends mm-hmm. conversation. I think part of the thing is we think that we have something to lose if we keep it real but we hold our day ones to a standard mm-hmm. right like i'm used to you being this way i grew up with you nigga i know you ain't always been like this okay cool but i'm this way now right mm-hmm. and out of fear of loss a lot of the times we don't hold our day ones to the standards that we hold new people to or even that we hold ourselves to because like i i've had this relationship for so long mm-hmm. How would it be in my life if I don't talk to my friends I've been talking to for the last 20, 25, 30 years in some cases? And I think that's part of the things that we get into. Like you said, I don't have anything to lose. With your day twos, you're looking at it like what I have to lose is the perception that they had me of like the the six, like uh, even to be a friend with somebody at this yeah. stage in life, bro, you ain't going to be friends with bummy ass niggas. Yeah. Right. So with day twos, like the perception of what I have to lose is I'm going to keep bringing it to the door when I talk to these niggas because they expect this out of me. Mm-hmm. With my day ones, like they don't expect really shit. Mm-hmm. We was all forced together. We were jumbled in because we came up in the same neighborhood. We played on the same football team. We had some of the same interests when we were young. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm older and I have a fear of loss of those relationships that I had for a long time, I feel like there's something to lose when I ask this nigga, Hey man, why you didn't do what you said you was gonna do, bro? Mm. Like you been telling me that you wanted to start this type of company for ten years or five years or four years or ever since I know you, you've been in this space. Like why are you not doing the things that you need to do to be successful at? And being able to take that response and then continue to have that conversation and that communication is like, look, bro, I'm asking you this to make you better. I don't give a fuck if you get mad at me. I don't give a fuck if you don't want to talk to me for two, three days. However, I know that you got that shit in you. Like, why don't we hold our day ones, our homeboys, our people that we relate to, that we'll watch a fight with, we'll watch a game with, we'll be in a fantasy football league with, we'll do all of these things and talk about all this frivolous shit 
But when it comes to talking about, hey, let's do business. I know you good at this and I know you can make money. And here's how I can help you. Mm. Like how wh what is it that keeps us from having those conversations with people that we feel like we cool with? You know what it probably is? What's that? I'm, 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 I might go out on a limb here. Let me hear. But like, you know, statistics, right? Like in every group, there's one, maybe two, depending on how big the group is. And then that that group, that one that's like that strives to say, I want a little bit more will go mm. a little further. And a lot of times I think that the day ones are not necessarily on that page at that time. And then mm. by the time they get on that page, you already so far up, even though you may have not arrived. So by the time you meet the day twos, you naturally navigate towards the, the common interest. People that are doing it. Yeah, that are doing, doing it like I'm doing. It. Yeah. So then it, that's why I think that by the time we have a conversation with the day ones, we're not really in a, on the same page in the trajectory because of statistically one of us is going to go go hard on, on the grind of the journey of our success and the other ones are going to take a little while to let them marinate till they finally figure out what they want to do and so i think by the time we challenge them like bro why don't you do what you do maybe they receive it a different way maybe they i don't i don't know but i think that the day twos it's like you get an opportunity to control the narrative yep. you don't you don't get That's that with right. day ones because at that see because now you're coming off like oh i'm better than you you asking me about yeah. this nigga you think you're in the yeah. conference you got these things i saw you on instagram i know your origin far away right see nigga, they got the origin advantage yeah. yeah versus day right. two's got the narrative advantage where it's like i like when i came to college i met my bro that one of them that i'm speaking about shout out to dominique when i met him there like i just met him there and i mean we're still friends to this day best friends and so when I met him, I came in knowing I'm switching up my whole everything. I got I'm, I got my nickname. This is who I'm going to be. I'm not going to be the quiet dude no more. I'm going to be outspoken. And this is what we can do. And I spoke up to him. He was with it. And so I had the opportunity to change the narrative that I grew up with, whoever I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? I changed the narrative when I got to go to college. But then after that, it changed again because of the progression of who I matured into. You know, but so it, it's... I, I, I hate it. No, that's a that's a good I, point. I, I, I just a, go ahead. What was you gonna say? No, no, no. Go finish. I just it's just hard because it's like, man, I I look at family and I look at day one friends and I look at I I think you have the capacity to go on that journey mentally. As far as like we talking progression, we talking about change, we talking about uh, trajectory. I believe you have the open-mindedness to go there because we've had conversations where I was surprised at how far you were willing to bend your brain on a topic or, or something that we were talking about. But then when the when the you know the the, the what is it the, the meet the pavement defeat meet the pavement or whatever when I, when, when, when I gotta hold you accountable when I gotta hold you accountable when I when, gotta when I as your day one friend the nigga that know your mama the nigga that sit in your kitchen with you and seeing you struggle through high school when I'm the nigga that's asking you hey man why didn't you do this now it's different it's different you just can't look at like we were talking about this before we got like I, I give a little break the fourth wall let's flip cars on the Joe Burn podcast like with Realville Media and, and what we used to do, you were talking about the mashups and what we mm -hmm. would do with Full Sport Press. The unfortunate thing about that is I've been knowing Chris and Jay, who we started all of this podcast and stuff. Those are the two guys that I started this with. But I've been knowing those guys for a long time. And we used to have weekly meetings on Zoom. We used to talk about what we wanted to do. 
as far as a, a, a real real media and, and, and what we want to do in the podcasting space and there were five six seven other people involved so you're talking about eight nine people right the problem was the conversations that you and I talk about like we couldn't we didn't have enough I don't even know what enough of whatever I'm trying to say but there wasn't the thing there where we could say hey bro why didn't you do that or why aren't you doing that we just had a collective yeah like we just had a collective thought of we all want to do this so it would make sense if we did it together but in doing it together we never held each other accountable because we value our friendship more than we value the business we value a nigga not being mad at us because we asked him you said you were going to do this and you didn't do it we all talked about it but you still didn't do it or we all getting together we having these conversations and you ain't giving the right energy you got your arms crossed in a meeting like you wouldn't do these with these white people who you work for on a nine to five basis but when we all get together oh you don't have nothing to say you're playing the game while we on zoom talking about the goals or whatever we want to do for our company versus bringing that up with niggas and having that conversation it's like oh well fuck it i can mm. do it by myself mm. i don't need you niggas to do this like I, I can do this alone i don't need you niggas to do this but that's kind of lazy like mm. i'll take full blame that's kind of lazy for a nigga to be like hey bro like why aren't we doing the things that we said we would do and then expecting that reaction like i talked about earlier and having that conversation versus just being like you know what fuck it i'll do it by myself because i don't want the confrontation i still want to be friends with this person i still want to hit them up about madden or football or just goofy shit in chats but when we're talking about business and holding each other accountable it don't go nowhere because nobody wants to overstep that line do we do we feel lonely as black men? Do we we cling to as much? Black I think it's hero male ball. Experience? It is lonely, but a lot of us are playing hero ball. A lot of it's us are being like, nigga, I can do it by myself. Hero ball is like in basketball in the term where I'm gonna come down every time and take the shot. Because I don't trust these other niggas to catch a pass. I don't trust these other niggas to make a shot even when I put them in good positions. So I'm going to play hero ball. Even if it's three people checking me, I'm going to shoot the ball because I got more confidence in myself mm. than I do with these niggas who are supposed to be my teammates. Mm. So we get to this point where we start playing hero ball. All right, you don't want to do it, I'll do it. All right, you don't want to do it, I'll do it. And then when you're in a collective and you're doing that, as an individual you start thinking about okay well if i'm doing everything what i need you niggas for mm. i'll just do it by myself and again that's just a little insight to how the things that i've been through and experiences that i have in podcasting and, and working and having business with friends a lot of it is because we don't want to hold each other accountable and what i want to figure out with me and you whatever we do from here is like how do we get past that sense of I'm going to hold you accountable and I don't want you to feel a certain type of way about it. I don't want you to think I don't like you. I don't want you to think that we can't still talk about football or Madden or music or any of the things. But mm -hmm. however, in business, in business, there are different conversations that need to be had and niggas need to recognize that. Mm -hmm. Like we, 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 we should have conflict in business. If you're as thought out an individual as I am, like there should be stuff that we disagree on. 
mm-hmm. but that don't mean we got to run our corners and be in isolation and say oh i'm going to do it by myself we should be able to talk through it okay you don't feel this way about it why like mm-hmm. i talked about earlier asking another question yeah. okay this makes you feel this way you don't agree with this can you give me some more information can you give me some more details do you have stats to back up what you're talking about taking each other more seriously as black men in business settings is something that we have to be able to do bro we have to be able to set goals with each other even with me you and rich like we all have our different things that we doing you have your podcast i have mine i have this you he and i get together every sunday there still should be conversations that we should have okay as a business mm-hmm. what do we want to do with this yeah and we've refrained from having that conversation because we so cool with each other i like you for real yeah. i like you that's real i like real. rich yeah however you know because of the person that you are yeah because of the person i am because of the person that rich is there aren't gonna there there are gonna be some topics that we disagree on yeah and we're wondering as black men like when we come to that disagreement what does that lead to mm. are we going to be able to get past that am i going to be able to look at you the same way that's what mm. we got to deal with i think in front of like right in front of us like how do we deal with that conflict and confrontation that comes with it's natural in business yeah it's natural but we don't know that it's black men like because a lot of our business is selling drugs or illegal shit yeah hate to say that and then the conflict from that is i'm gonna shoot i'm gonna kill this nigga yeah that's it ain't a conversation to be had we beyond that now though yeah we're in spaces where we can have business conversation and disagree with each other but we need to figure out all right what's the resolution to this Mm. how we get to the end without the conflict ruining the friendship that's what i want to figure out well it's hope that wasn't too much no it wasn't you i mean you, you you cooking today bro and i think that it's it's like how much do you value the business aspect how much do you value the product the the journey that we're about to take Mm. and that that be the behavior that comes behind that will be the test to to show how much you really value what we're about to do Mm. if you were playing video games if you just lollygagging you halfway on your phone not listening you don't value what we're doing so then you're not the person i should be partnering with Mm. This is where we outsource. I cannot tell you that though. Can I tell you that? Hey, bro, you playing the video game? Like you can, you, you can tell, bullshit. but it don't hold the same weight because, mm. again, the day ones have the value of the. I know your origin. I know where it started. So no matter what it is, don't don't forget. So I can't value at. I can't value you where you are today because if, if the minute you want to feel like you're this I'm thinking you trying to place yourself above me and if you trying to place yourself above me let me remind you where let I seen let me bring you back to earth let me bring you back to earth because I seen where you can't don't even play bro I remember when you was so yeah. that's where the day twos come in like it's I, I had a podcast with my bros like I told I spoke about it on the episode on here like and we were we couldn't I wanted I, I wanted so badly to record every week and I mean we wasn't we didn't have no equipment like we was <laughs> we was recording on the voice memo on the phone but I was passionate about what I was doing like straight you up wanted to do it though. yeah I threw it in garage band it wasn't great quality but it was funny we had a we had something and I knew we had something and we would record every two weeks I want to do every week like most podcasts I was a big Joe Budden fan at the time I'm like man this man about to move up to two episodes we can't even do and yeah. so it was such a challenge and so when i would do that with them it, it just wasn't a priority for them but i had already voiced this when we got started i said if y'all don't want to 
like in Tony Soprano, don't say you're sure if you're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did that make it made you feel a type of way? Because these are my bros. They know how serious I am about this. We've had this conversation, yeah. and now y'all not taking it serious. I feel a certain type of way about this. You know right? what made me? Yeah, what made me feel a type of way was kind of how it ended. It didn't end. Mean? It didn't end in a conversation. It ended in a text message. We had a group mm. text. We had us three, and then we ended up bringing on uh, a woman friend of ours that we went to college with, and she really elevated it. It was like, oh, this is fire, and she loved it. And we started podding at my house and my bro house. The way it ended was like, oh, we won't be able to do this this week. And then one of the bros was like, yeah, basically, like, I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm gonna tell you right now, bro. I don't think I want to do it no more. Basically, mm, through text, through text, nigga was hurt. And then I, I said, feel the text. Well, hold, hold on. Then I was like, all right, well, anybody else? Other bro says, yeah, me too. Ooh, through text. Through text. So then it was less me and <laughs> our female friend. And she was like, well, I still want to do it. She had only been probably a part of five episodes. So she was very passionate at the point. But then when me and her started doing it, I couldn't, we couldn't could stay consistent either. So I just kept getting this. Stabbing the heart So to speak I'm like dang I, Nobody will come through for me I know y'all But nobody will come through for me And it, it Bro I had a Britney Spears experience Like <laughs> I had this hair before And I cut it off Because I, I just was Like I was jacked up bro I oh, was, You shaved your head After that Yeah Jesus I went back to the face You was yeah. going through it man. Yeah bro because That's what women do They cut their hair off Yeah you're right you, Yeah you're right bro <laughs> You're right Like I was looking for a change I was looking for That's real Yeah that was real But I was I was really in a space where I was just like, dang, y'all just left me out to dry. And this is, mind you, this is after the DUI stuff. You know what I mean? That was all. Mm. We, that night I got locked up was a so night. All before. of that was on your head, too. Yeah, so it was just like, dang, for real. But at the same time, yeah. I appreciated them because I knew they wasn't. I tried to sell it to them where it's like, whatever y'all doing, we can promote it here. Whatever y'all doing. I wanted to make sure this I met good. whatever they needed. I didn't want to say, oh, this is just about my dream. Let me figure out make, how I can sweeten the deal. But like when that happened, it made it so challenging for me. And I mean, y'all, if y'all, y'all can go check out my Instagram. I showed y'all, I got a bunch of podcast covers of different concepts that came to life that didn't. And so it's amazing that we're 60 episodes in because with them, we only did 25. And so it's, hmm. it's. To somebody you don't even know. Never somebody, met, I, somebody I don't like, even never met, we never met in person a day in our life. Bro, man, even good fast. earners is more than that now. Facts. Um you, you said something so important there that I got I got spoken to this week about. And it's text messages, right? Mm-hmm. And my mom told me like my cousin is she was diagnosed with cancer recently. I'm sorry to hear and, that. And uh thank you. Um I'm not a big phone guy, you know that. And I've been texting her to make sure that she was good. And my mama kind of called me to the floor for it. She's like, nigga, people need to hear your voice. Like, nigga, people need to hear you are concerned about them because they, you mean a lot to them. And you need to call and let them know how much they mean to you. Don't text people and ask them how they fucking doing. That's my mama. Damn near her exact words. Not fucking. But that, that was damn near her exact words. And I was like, you know what? You're right. That, that, that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. And to break the fourth wall here and I asked you about this beforehand So we'll get into it You sent me a voice message this week 
text, text. And you're like, hey, bro. Yeah. I've been thinking. It's it's always, I'm always one with Mo sent me, but I've been thinking. I'm like, oh, shit. What is it me? What Mo, Mo, what Mo been thinking about? Oh, my gosh. What Mo been thinking about, man? Yeah. And I promise this is going to lead into everything that we've been talking about. This is great stuff. It's, it's coming so natural. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. It's crazy. You sent me a voice, man. You're like, man, I've been thinking, bro. Like, another week in the books is great. I like it. Cool, but we need to change the name. It ain't catching. It's a like little more. It's to. a little more. I'm, I'm, I, I might. Oh, yeah, your I'm, interpretation. I'm being, I, your yeah, interpretation. I, yeah, yeah. This is my interpretation. Okay. I'm, I'm not speaking exact quotes. This okay. is my interpretation. Of it. All right, gotcha. How I hear it when I'm out, just moving around. I'm recording a podcast that day with Dead End. It's like, man, we need to change the name. This need to be the Spike and Mo Show. Cause that makes most sense. We can market that better, and just it just it. I, I just been thinking about it, bro. This is something that I've been thinking. about. I'm like, whoa, God damn, that's a text. That's a text, a voice note, like a, a brand that we've been working on for a year and have sixty episodes in, mm-hmm. saying I want to make a big change to say it's a spike in most show. It kind of took me aback a little bit, not in the sense of like it. it I didn't feel this type of way because yeah. you and me we're good. We definitely, especially from the early days of recording, we really have facts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it kind of coincided with my mom telling me, like, bro, stop communicating through text. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not 20 years old. You're not a child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. If if you have something to say to people that you want them to understand and and, and mean it, call them. Mm-hmm. We've gotten away from that because we're trying to live into the new age society, the new generation. Mm-hmm. And it was probably because I just heard that from her that I listened to your voice. And I'm like, well, man, oh bro, wow, okay, this is big ass change, bro. You're like, you're like, this 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 brand, another week in the book, it means a lot to me. Okay, and I didn't even come up with it alone. Like that was a lot of you. Yeah, it was a lot of oh, we gonna do the Spike Lou show or whatever. You like, well, bro, it may sound better doing this. Mm-hmm. And that it was 60 episodes in. The brand means a lot to me. So for you to say, ah oh, man, like I think we need to switch, change, mm-hmm. like. That automatically put me on defense mode. Like, what the fuck is Mo what talking, are you talking about? about, bro? Man, why, where would that come from? And then yeah. why would you send it to me in a two minute voice note at okay. nine thirty on a Tuesday? Like, what, what, <laughs> what's going on? And I ain't even respond. I know. And I didn't respond. I ain't even respond. I don't know how you took that, but I ain't even respond. I was like, oh, he I like it. Didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, oh, he like it. Two days later, yeah. So we go talk about this on the podcast this week. I just kept it moving, like, and it 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 wasn't even that. It wasn't even that I didn't like it. It just had more so to do with like how the universe lays out for us, and my mom just giving me that information. Yeah, and I'm like, if it was really important to him, he really wanted to talk this through and get my thoughts about it. He would have called. Oh, got my number. He's the dude that reaches out to niggas and be like, hey, man, I listen to your podcast. What do you think about it? Like, yeah, Mo don't have no apprehensions in calling me. So my first thought was, no, no, I do I'm, have apprehensions. I'm not even calling you. That I do. I do. I do have apprehensions <laughs> calling you. Don't, don't think and I'm that, comfortable. Calling that goes to part of what we're talking about now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that'll get into my point, because what I'm thinking is, and well, my, again, I'm listening to my mom and pressing my feelings about that. I'm thinking, well, I know Mo. And you just corrected me, but still, I was thinking this then. Like, if this was something that he was really like, he would call me. We'd have talked about this. We'd have talked about this before we shot the show. Like, this is just something like this. This mo. This is like him doing. He's sitting thinking. I don't know what he's going, but yeah, he's just thinking right, this. It right. ain't really real. 
it ain't really that that serious. Yeah. So I just disregarded it. Okay. Um, and I'm glad that I could bring it up here and we could talk through it because I want to let you know how much that just the name Another Week in the Books means to me. Okay. And I think just changing it would be something totally different mm-hmm. from what we've presented to people and where we want this to be. Like at some point, like we talked about with Joe Budden, having five, six mics, if we find qualified brothers enough to sit down and have these conversations with us on a weekly basis, I'd love for that to happen. So it would be bigger than just you and me and our name. Or even if we grow beyond this space, and this is a space where people can take it over because you're busy doing different role type podcasts and fiction podcasts, and I'm doing other things that I'm doing, but another week in the books is still pumping, and they got three, four, five new hosts. Mm-hmm. I see that for this podcast So okay. The reason That I didn't respond Was one Again Just having a conversation With my mom But two mm-hmm. Going back to what We were talking about In goals with friends We need to get more Comfortable with Even presenting an idea That I think Ain't I don't know how You gonna take this My nigga I don't know if you gonna Like it Or whatever But let's Talk about it I don't wanna send you a text I'm not going to send you a voice though because it may not be perceived as how I want to perceive it. But I feel passionately about this. I think that we could do this. I think it's something good for you and me or this brand. I want to talk about it. I don't want to exchange text messages about it. I don't want to exchange voice notes about it. Let's have a real deal conversations. When you telling me how you feel, I tell you how I feel. I don't like this. You don't like that. We shy away from that nowadays because it's so easy. To shoot a nigga a text message It's easy to shoot a nigga an email Or a voice note And say hey man this is what I was thinking yes. And now they gotta modify how they thinking and, and, and make it short enough for a voice note Or a text message We need to get more comfortable And even in this sense I, I Again I know no, you don't, I, take, I don't take it I don't take it personally You good Great perfect 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 Even moving forward Just like if I feel passionately about something I'm not relaying that shit to you through no text message bro Mm -hmm. I'm not relaying that shit to you through no email or whatever You and I are going to get on the phone Or get on the Zoom And we'll talk about it I'll hear what your rebuttals Or what you have to say about it That you don't think is cool Mm -hmm. And we can have or come to a resolution Where we can move forward And build a plan around it Versus texting back and forth and sending voice messages back and forth we got to get more comfortable with doing that and a lot of relationships that i've had in business have been with friends and the reason because we we're able to just leave it short uh well i don't agree with that so i ain't never going to address it again it'll never happen we'll just go our both separate ways and boom that's how it ends up versus now let's get on the phone let's hash this shit out if it's an hour conversation if it's two hours you ain't got time right now nigga when do you have time let's talk about it because i feel passionately about this we need to be able to feel comfortable with people that we're doing business with mm-hmm. that we consider friends or that we respect to get on the phone and do that like, I, I need an hour bro i need 30 minutes so we need to talk this out to get to the bottom of it so we can move forward and not just leave this shit lingering and then we never address it again and we never move forward mm-hmm. so again i appreciate the thought process but yeah. i do know if it was something that mo was really open like we would have had a conversation somewhere else that's my point okay well you're absolutely right we should be able to have phone calls and things of that nature uh for me you've spoke a million times about how you're not a phone person that's one <laughs> so I, I don't feel comfortable i mean i sure i can schedule something like hey when do you have time to talk on the phone? So I know I can text you and set that up. But that was uh, to let you on the inside of me how you are with phone calls. Sometimes with me, like my wife knows, like 
sometimes when she'll be like, we need to start implementing this. We need to start doing this. Depending on what it is, sometimes like, oh, let's do it now. And the reason that is because I can't trust myself later. So sometimes I can be impulsive, but I'm not impulsive without thought. So when I sent that to you, it was a thought that kind of lingered for a second. And so it was not. So to me, I look at voice text as it's a little more intimate than a text message, it but it's enough to not have to feel the need to reply immediately like you're on the phone. I'm not putting you on the spot here. I'm giving you time to process. So that's kind of how I look at voice text, but I do agree with where you're coming from. And the reason I didn't necessarily just call you outside of like your disdain for phone calls is just I'm trying to run a concept by you. Let me see what you generally think about this. And then if you have you like, okay, elaborate more or whatever, this and that. And so, yeah, because it was like, I'm not even saying like, oh, I'm all the way in or whatever. It's just an idea because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about pause, but like repackaging. I'm looking at business deals. It's like, okay, same show, different packaging. How do we can represent it the same way in a different way? Maybe the search engine, you know, maybe the, you saw, I'm looking at it from like, okay, if maybe we can manipulate the, because I just now got 6,000 followers. So I've tapped into a brand new space I've never got into before. So I figured out how to repackage and find a consistency in, oh, this is what works. I do this, people don't like. I do this, I get this many. Okay, so now I'm figuring, so that was my thinking in sending that. It's like, what do you Mm. think about that? I'm like, if we rebundle this in the Spike, and then I'm thinking the Spike Lou brand in itself, like, I want to find anything Spike Lou, what better than it's right there. So that's the name yeah, so that was my thinking. It it's not, and, and and then I was, unfortunately for those that are listening, like we don't get a ton of listener engagement, so I don't, yeah. I don't know how they come across us. And so for me, it's like, for all I know, what if people come across book review podcast and think that another week in the books is a book review podcast about books? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like we're we're being slick with our concept, but what if that's in the the search? So then I started to think that way. So that's that's kind of the the general thought in it, but it wasn't anywhere anytime soon. It was going to be when we had this kind of big rollout of we kicking it and we rebrand and we taking photos. You know, like we talked about on and off air or whatever. But it was kind of that. But I I, I totally agree with you. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll let you in on a secret about me. Okay. The disdain for phone calls is to deter people from calling me to talk about bullshit. Okay. Oh man, where you got it? Uh, what are you doing? Where are you headed to? I, I, I a, <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing? Hey, bro, what do you want? Like, why are you calling me? Like, yeah. I do appreciate phone calls, though. Like, for example, people that listen to the On Deck TV podcast have heard the ad for Beard Organics like the last couple of weeks at Wanda. You reached out to me about it. <laughs> Dustin and I, the owner of that brand, before we ink that deal for him to be a sponsor of the podcast we talk for about two hours every week on Sundays he'll hit me up at three we'll talk about five o'clock I'm not rushing off the phone with him and it's because we're talking about like conducive things to making money business like people call me about that like bro I'm never gonna avoid those phone calls I love talking about business I love talking about like what were you thinking and even when you saying okay I've driven this page to 6,000 followers 
the reason that I'm thinking of this is because I've driven this pain. That's a phone conversation. That's something that you have to explain. Okay. That you can't really explain through text or voice message. Mm-hmm. I appreciate those phone calls. The reason I say I disdain phone calls and hate phone calls because a lot of them Small don't pertain call. to that. Yeah, a lot of them are just like, hey, bro, what you doing? Mm. Oh, man, what y'all been doing down in Atlanta? Oh, that's cool. Well, how's on deck doing? Like, bro, get, get off my phone, bro. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> don't like, ask don't, me how something's like, doing. Because yeah, you probably like, yeah, ain't get even listening. Like, yeah, get out of here, nigga. Like, I don't want to hear none of that. Yeah. But yeah. if a nigga hit me up and he's like, hey, bro, I've been thinking. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that's those are my favorite three words. I've been thinking. Oh, shit. Lay it on me. What are you talking about? Yeah, what course. you been thinking about, bro? I love to hear a nigga. A nigga been thinking? thinking cool. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> shit. You need to get that on. A nigga been thinking? Cool. Man, that's bro. a shirt. No, it's I need not. I need that shirt. A nigga been thinking. We yeah, need like, that. Like, like you've been thinking? That's fantastic. Nigga, tell you me what you've been thinking about. Oh, you've been thinking. Uh, I love that. So I, I I only throw that shit about just not liking phone calls out there for, to deter people from calling to hit me up about bullshit, mm-hmm. small talk, oh this that and the third. But nigga, if we're talking about how you and me could both do better in the space that we're in, I, I'm here for that every day. Now I may not be available when you're available. You might have to schedule like you said. Like yeah, I need it Sunday at whatever time. Are we good to talk? Of course, cool. Let me clear some shit out. Let me move some shit around. Perfect. Let's do that. I don't ever want you to think that you can't hit me up and be like, hey, let's talk business. That's perfectly fine. But also, I don't want you to hit me up and be like, bro, man, I had a rough day today at work. You know bro. I ain't going like, to do that. You know I ain't going to do that. I know you not. I'm I just, know that quick. I'm just like, doing that. Yeah. That in the early days, maybe. Now it's like, nah, I know. You know who you can talk to. Like, with you, Rich, I know what type of conversations that can be had. Thanks. No, but I'm y'all. just... Yeah, but I, I I do I appreciate the thought process. I appreciate yeah. the I've been thinking. What do you think about this? Give me some feedback, or I have some feedback for you. Mm-hmm. All of that's fantastic for me. I love to talk about those. The business talk is my favorite type of conversation, bro. Okay. Other than the, our TV shows after after yeah. after business talk in Sopranos, The Wire, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I love yeah. talking about. Yeah, yeah, cool. But if a nigga hitting me up talking about, hey man, we can make I I this. Maybe you could do this different. Maybe you could contribute to this and making money this way. That's how we came up on the advertisement deal with Beard Organics. It's just a natural conversation of okay, well, how about our pod? How about I do uh, advertising on your podcast? Oh, okay, cool. What would that look like? How much would that cost? Perfect. Let's put the deal together. Those comfortable conversations with like I respect what you do as a businessman. You respect what I do. What can we figure out together? And that goes to like again goals with friends. Not just hit niggas up on bullshit. Okay. Like, I like you have to show, and you do this a lot. Like you say, you reach out to people, and it's not just because what do you have to lose? That ain't just the thought process of it. Subconsciously, you're thinking like, bro, I'm trying to build with you, and that's a purpose. Why yeah. wouldn't that's you try to build with me? You're fact. doing this. You're in this space. Why would like who are you? Mm-hmm. And I again. I wish I had this type of guard that you have for this. Like, nigga, who are you to tell me no? Yeah. I don't give a fuck that you've been doing this for 10 years. I don't yeah. care that you've been doing this, that, and yeah. the third. I don't I don't care that you got more followers than me. I do this. You do this. Let's have a conversation about business and how I can help you and you can help me. I love those conversations. Yeah. That's part of the reason that you and I are friends. Yeah. You, you big facts, bro. Wow. All right. Well, let's put a button on this, man. This is. Let's do it. They have no idea. This is a Lil Wayne, like, 
uh, in the basement it's straight freestyle, freestyle right here. Absolutely. Like this, and this we just this what, and we have a concept, but y'all y'all get this concept later, and we'll re, we'll reveal yeah, that we'll when come, that concept we'll happens. But let me just end it on this note. What would you say to somebody that is? I got a family member that I, I'm not going to speak of on the air, but this is our closing statement before we give all of our hands. What would you say to a family member? Maybe it's a day one, and it's like they're kind of stuck in that loop. Everybody around is kind of doing the same thing. Their, their family, their friends are kind of doing the same thing. They're trying to do a little something, something, but overall, it's still kind of the same thing. Let's turn up still. Let's just do this still. Let's. What would you say to them? They're like, man, I want to. I want to meet new people. I want to. I want to get outside of my comfort zone and, and do something different. I don't know how. I'm always around my family. I love them. I'm always around my same friends, but I want to build and and do something else and meet other people. What do I do? I know you moved out of state. Both of us did. But like, I imagine you probably still met other people before, or maybe you didn't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I did. I, I, I had okay. a, a lot of it had to do with challenging myself. Like, I couldn't resort to the comfort of are you people know you, you're cool, like you've been in this city and you've done your thing for people to know you, and you're kind of popular. When I moved from Nashville, I couldn't resort to that shit. So I had to swallow my pride and be open to meeting people who I necessarily might not have talked to when I was at home. <laughs> like, might not have had conversations or relationships with. You just have to challenge yourself to be more. And that sounds easy for me to say, and you know, you challenge yourself. But as people, as men, we know when we're in uh, autopilot. No, you know when we you know, bullshit, we know. bro. Yeah. No. You know when you could be doing more. And for me, what it was in meeting you and meeting Rich and Dan and Derb, all of these people that I've met, these uh day twos per se, it took for me to get out of my comfort zone and be like, Well, you're not that cool nigga that everybody knows in your city. Mm-hmm. You gotta let you gotta let the guard down. You gotta talk to niggas, you gotta understand, mm-hmm. see where they coming from. Yeah. It ain't just about Oh I'm this person I did this that and the third You should respect me for this Like niggas don't know you All over the world I don't give a fuck How famous you think you are yeah. Right Like you need to get in there And you need to have Meaningful conversations With niggas who you think Got shit that going on And you guys can build from that And that was what helped me Like Revolt is coming up This weekend In Atlanta And I plan on going to it my guy Nick, I'm gonna meet there. Derb's going, Animal Brown's going, but a part of going and doing that with those people is letting my guard down and not thinking I'm too good to do some shit. Versus I'm in a position where I need to meet new people, I need to do new things, I don't wanna be in the same position forever. So the motherfucker that I might have never talked to who come up to me or I go up to, I need to talk to them. I need to have a conversation yeah. with the Uber driver. Yeah. I need to have a conversation and say, hi, how you doing to the motherfucker at Publix and work there or the motherfucker That's at facts, bro. wherever you go. You need to be open to doing those things and not just closed off in your own little world thinking I can figure out, I can figure it out and make Because I've always figured it out and made. Like if I wasn't open, I would have never did this with you. I would have mm-hmm. never met Rich. I would, again, true. I would have never met Dan or Durb. But all these people who mean so much to me in my journey mm-hmm. in podcasting and media, like the dead end guys. 
Like if yeah. I were the guy that I was in Nashville, I wouldn't even be doing a show with them because I would have thought I was above that. Mm-hmm. But them niggas got way more followers and fans and everything that I do, but just some arrogant mind state that I would have had being comfortable in my own city, I wouldn't have worked with them. Mm-hmm. But I had to step outside of my box and be like, you know what? They doing what I want to do. Like, what can I do to figure out how they can help me and I can help them? So to answer your question is like stepping outside of your box and being open to meeting new people, bro. It sounds easy, but that shit is hard. It is. Don't be arrogant <laughs> enough. Yeah, don't be so arrogant where you think I don't gotta meet new people. I'm good how I am and I can figure it out. Be open to meeting people that can help you, that you can help maybe before they even help you. See where you add value, see where people add value to your life. What say you? It's fire, bro. You you've been you've been cooking on, on high all day. <laughs> You've been cooking on high heat Hibachi style today Shout out to like I, I'm going to send him An instant message too But Dro got me thinking like this Because he sent me A couple of questions That I really had to address After we did that That last episode So That's This is fire. what got me thinking about this Absolutely man, big I've been watching Dro man He getting push ups he, he, he motivated me But we're going to talk A little bit more I about hope he don't tag me man Because I ain't got t- I ain't got 20 I just hope he don't tag me I got 20 I got 20 I ain't got more than 20 I got 20 Don't tag me bro Like I hit 15 I struggled a little bit on the 15, but I got 20. I struggle with like, 10, man. I got to get back to it. I'm. We, you said we, we're gonna talk about. We're gonna talk about it next week. I promise. Like, I and, and, and it's gonna be great because I'm out of it, man. I need some motivation for the health shit. All right. Yeah, we're gonna have a great conversation because I, I, I want to talk a little more about it. But just to put a bow on it for me, it's like like you said, all of the things that uh, Spike said, and for me again, like it's 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 okay to reach out, bro. Like here, this is my this was my problem. This is why I do it now. Not just to know that I'm dope, but like when I was younger and I was in middle school, high school, I would never reach. I would never reach out to the girl that like I had a crush on. I would wait, like you said, organically. I wait for her to notice me. Like I'm, I'm like hoping she noticed me, so I don't look lame, look corny. I would never, yeah, pencil sharp, and I got the fresh shoes on and all whatever. Yeah. But she, I, but I'm waiting, and all, and then I see somebody, and then I see who she get with, and I'm like, man, this nigga, he lamer than me. Like or he's whatever than me. I'm I'm better but than he this put dude. his shot up. But he put his shot up. Mm. But he was funny. He, bro, I missed a lot of opportunity because I didn't want to step out. I was too concerned. If she says no, I'm trash. That's my Ooh. mindset in the 2000s, middle school, high school. When I got to college, and, and even at this point, that's why I reached out. I'm like, bro, I don't care. My brother used to tell me this, and my my brother used to be like, bro, what's the worst I can say is no. For him, no is just like whatever. But for me, no is like. Dude, my heart is broken. They tell me no, and that's a confirmation of how I was a shit, right? Yeah, I, I'm not who I thought know. I was. So for me, it helped. But eventually, I got to the age now where I'm like, bro, who cares? They don't say that. Oh well, who cares? Because now I'm at the place I'm doing the work, and I know that I'm doing the work, so I know I'm dope. But it took a while to get to that place. So anybody listening, I would say that get to if you know you're not at that place and you probably won't reach out and try to make new friends make new opportunities but like if you know you've been putting in the work and you have a real skill and and maybe it hasn't been acknowledged or revealed yet in in society you gotta already know i got it stand on that shit stand Stand on on it stand on it that's that's what helps me drive and reach out to people so that that's what gives me rejection is not always horrible bro like sometimes it's a fuel and I use fuel a lot. I need that. You know what I mean? Like Michael Jordan. He used every game, whatever. I, oh, yeah, you didn't. Oh, okay, cool. He made everything nice. fuel for him. So I use that same kind of mentality. Uh, we're about to get out of here. But, but what you got going on, uh, Spike, before we get out of here, bro? 
Uh, same old, same old, man. On Deck TV podcast Wednesdays, uh, Daddy and Sports on Tuesdays, live streams. Check out the podcast as well. Uh, of course, another weekend of books every Friday and good earners on Monday. Shout out to my guys, Rich Mo, man. I appreciate you, brothers. I love and enjoy working with you guys. Yes, sir. And we we hold that same sentiment. And of course, I feel the same way. Uh, y'all can go check out Roll, the audio drama series. Go watch, go listen to season one, two, and three. Uh, season four is currently being worked on as we speak. But go check those out. And like you said, Mondays, Good Earners, reviewing the Sopranos. Man, it's fire, man. Come on. Even if y'all don't watch the show, y'all get entertainment. Number two. Number two ranked. Of the, y'all got to stop Sopranos doing that. Rich, right, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got to say this. and I'm getting out of here. We're done because you got stuff to do. Rich and uh, uh, Spike, y'all stepping on the product. All right. What you mean? Stop saying second. Just say it's it was of, number two. No, 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 no. Say one of the best shows of all time. If y'all not going to say it's number one, <laughs> Spike, I mean, Rich, you listening. Yeah, you my guy. St- I seen your post and I replied. Stop saying second best show of all. Nobody. Who, who's going to tune in? Two. No, who's going to tune into that? I would. That's not a selling point. Oh, let me go check out. Well, what's the number one? Nobody tunes it's in for 10? number two. You know how many... Sp- Sopranos podcast it is and we came in no no I'm not talking about our podcast Rich Rich said uh, he talked about some of his things that have been going on in the last few months or whatever and so he said I I got to be a part of this show Good Earners and uh, reviewing the Sopranos that my my second favorite show of all time Oh, y'all gotta stop doing it Oh, y'all I stepping on the product, you're bro. To, you're, you're, <laughs> trying to, you're trying to push the Sopranos narrative for the business. Uh, you ain't, I ain't saying, time. look, I'm not going to tell y'all to compromise y'all true because I know both y'all is the wire, <laughs> but just say it's one of the best shows. That's okay. it. Instead of saying that's number fair. two, nobody tunes in for number two. So that's the type of that's the type of audacity we need when having goals with friends. <laughs> that's it. That's it, right? Y'all, there. Want, y'all want an example? That's it. That's it. Challenge your friends just like Mo did me and Rich right there. Appreciate it. Man, no hey, problem. Hey, man, this, this has been great. This was this was good. It was freestyle. It wasn't documented. I, I loved oh, all man. of this. I hope they like this too. This is the goal of where we're trying to take the show. This this right here is what I'm intentionally. Uh, what's the email, uh, Spike, before we get out of here? I need to pull up. AWITB2022 at gmail.com. And y'all send us y'all thoughts on the show. Go rate, subscribe, and like to the show as well. Leave us comments. That'll help us get in the algorithm where we need to be, man. Y'all make sure y'all contribute to the show yes sir and that phone number let me pull it up here real quick you guys can leave voice memos we'll, we'll we will answer your stuff on air here. absolutely if, if, i might if, even answer the phone she might even answer the phone so it's up to y'all if y'all want to just leave a voice memo y'all want us to play it on air if y'all just want us to answer either way y'all let us know but th- that number of another week in the books is 470-318 5034 that number is 470 470- Three one eight five zero three four. Absolutely, it's been a pleasure, my brother. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm.